0: Welcome to the Doctor's Hospital Podcast. I am your host, Alexis Burrows, Marketing Director at Doctors Hospital. Um, Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. We are excited today to have a new face to the doctor's hospital environment on the podcast, talking about all things rehab. We are pleased to welcome to the show this morning, um, Dr. Kareen Sherwood-Wallace, who is our Director of Rehabilitation Services here at Doctor's Hospital. So welcome to the podcast, Dr. Wallace.
1: Thank you so much, Alexis. Um, It's my first time on a podcast podcast oh. so i'm excited about that um <laughs> so please pardon me if i if if i don't give exactly what you were expecting oh don't but... worry
0: <laughs> we, we've had a lot of podcasts first in in this space so you're you're just okay. the the, lo- the latest in a line of them before we get into our conversation with dr wallace here are a few words about the doctor's hospital pharmacy pick up now pay later initiative Doctors' Hospitals Pharmacy introduces a new spin on prescriptions called Pickup Now, Pay Later. That's right. You can collect your medications first and pay after. How does it work? Step one, submit a prescription online. Step two, select a pickup site. Step three, collect your medication. And step four, pay online within 14 days. For more info, call us at 242-302-4785 or visit us at doctorshospital.com like I said, you're obviously our, our new director in the, the rehab space. So, I guess, can you just tell us a bit about yourself? You know, how did you end up at doctor's hospital and kind of what your vision is for the rehab department now that you're coming in and, and leaving things?
1: Okay. So, I started my new role as a director of rehab at doctor's hospital last November, um, but I'm no stranger to the doctor's hospital institution. I started out as a young therapist, probably about a year in practice Mm. um, in 2007. And I've been practicing for about 15 years now. So, um, you know, I started there and then I ventured off into different avenues, gaining, uh, you know, acquiring greater knowledge Mm -hmm. and expertise. And since then I have, um, I now specialize in early intervention, um, pediatric practice, as well as sports medicine and general orthopedic medicine. So um, I really would like um, to bring some new energy and greater innovation to the rehab services department. Um, just trying to create an environment where things is, things are always changing and evolving. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, in healthcare, that's what happens. You know, who would have thought two years um, ago this would be where we would end up with COVID-19, mm-hmm. you know, happening. So I just want to create a space that that prepares us for those challenges and one that ensures that, you know, we're always learning and always growing and always building.
0: Right um and and, and that's understood right um so you you mentioned you know you want wanting to bring some new energy and that sort of thing so what are some of the i guess the new and interesting things that are happening in the area of rehab at doctor's hospital what are some of the things that you kind of would want people to know about that's happening in the space
1: well the major thing right now is just kind of after coming off you know the pandemic pandemic kind of um madness i want to say you know it was a lot of different things that were happening and sometimes you know when you have that that rush and panic you lose focus Mm -hmm. so a big part of what we're doing is trying to recreate that focus and realigning our programs and just seeing how we can do things better how can we um reconnect with our patient population even our internal customers how can we create um, greater service you know better service Um, as we think about things that have changed for example now people are working from home Mm -hmm. you know jobs are, are quite different than what they were before we want to improve the technology um, engage in software that makes learning and providing advice for our patients very accessible mm-hmm. uh, improving the way we we allow you to take we are we take payments you know in, we're looking at trying to create reductions and waivers in co because we do understand that it's a tough time mm-hmm. for everyone and just generally trying to create that um, or or you know we have our new mantra we which is, you know, we're rebuilding together and we're just trying to pull everything together in that sphere so that everyone could be at their best and, and achieve as much as they can in this space.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. So I know, um, like, one of the things that we're doing right now, given that, like, February is Heart Health Month, um, you know, it's a, it's a good time to talk about the, the cardiac rehab program because obviously that's one of the things that, that exists in that space. Um, and, you know, everybody t- tends to like to talk about heart health and and blood drives and all of these things when it comes to February because it just ties in so neatly um but can you kind of explain some of what you know you guys are offering in in rehab as far as cardiac rehab is concerned
1: well you forgot one of the most important thing that happens in February Valentine's Day exactly right (laughs) so that's you know talking about yeah you know heart and love you Mm -hmm. know I, I always like to allude to that. But, you know, under bigger umbrella, there is what we call cardio, cardiopulmonary um, rehab. Mm-hmm. And that ties in not just the heart, but the lungs, okay. right? Anything that's vascular. So if, when we look at that, we, um, in rehab or rehab professionals, which include occupational therapists, physical therapists, clinical exercise physiologists, uh speech and language pathologists Mm -hmm. and even massage therapists, we recognize that we have a great role to play in that area, you know, in the area of helping your heart and lung to function optimally. Mm -hmm. If we look at um, things from an acute care perspective, uh, we treat patients in the ICU. Um, We help to maintain or improve their respiratory health. So. For example, if you're if you've just had a procedure, for example, an open heart procedure, mm-hmm. or any 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 other um, procedure, they had to put you you know under um, anesthesia. So we help to make sure that your lungs and and heart post that kind of um, post that kind of intervention is functioning optimally. So we see patients from probably within the first three to five days. Of their um, their hospitalization, mm-hmm. and we provide cardiopulmonary services there. So basically, we just wanted to extend that cardiopulmonary service in the outpatient section sector. Yeah. Because you're discharged from hospital, then what? You know, mm-hmm. we don't want you to be left out there with no support. So, or cardiac program, and you know, I'll kind of differentiate them for clarity. Or cardiac rehab program is garnered to help those persons specifically who have had had heart issues, Mm -hmm. um, problems with cardiovascular function and these persons would have probably had Mm -hmm. symptoms such as shortness of breath, chest pain, fatigue and they would be at a high risk for death and disease um, due to their cardiac insufficiencies. So our program is geared at reducing the risk of future problems and, and helping you to be able to function in your daily activities without discomfort. Or with you know without that sense of fatigue or the onset of the other symptoms. Mm-hmm. So we 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 our program is geared at in improving your endurance and your longevity and overall quality of life. So persons that would benefit specifically from this program would be um, persons who have had heart attack congestive heart failures, mm-hmm. any problems with your the valves of the heart, muscles, any congenital deformation. So for example, our kids that have to have surgeries, um, you know, when they're just born, basically, you know, so we, we also treat those, those clients as well, or those patients, um, persons who, have, who may have had a heart transplant we treat those persons as well. And even outpatient, well, not uh, even procedures such as I would, um, you know, a cardiac bypass or or angioplasty. So those are some of the the areas that we tackle when it comes to cardiac rehab. Now for the pulmonary side, you know, and I really would love to tie um, COVID in, in that respect, because from, you know, a lot of persons with COVID have that kind of respiratory difficulty, and mm-hmm. that's again in ICU. You know, when they have to be on ventilator on, on the ventilator, or if they have pneumonias, that kind of thing. You know, we do treat them from that <clears throat> sorry acute stage, right. and we you know we want to extend that into the outpatient setting.
0: Okay, I mean, and, and that makes sense. Um, so you mentioned you know uh, people who acutely have issues in terms of being in in hospital. Um, you also mentioned individuals who would have had like, congestive heart failure, heart attacks, that sort of thing. I know one of the questions that normally comes up with, with different services like this is, you know, a, how, how would I know that I need it? And, and is it something where I require a referral from my physician in order to, to get access to the, the cardiac rehab program?
1: so what while we probably wouldn't require a specific referral in that sense what we would like to have is a a letter from your physician just um i think could be in, form, in the form of a referral but it's just to say um what stage at what stage of, of, of your recovery, you, you know, you are at. Mm-hmm. So that would give us some clear guidelines. And it's a very multidisciplinary approach that we take. We involve not just your medical practitioner, but pharmacists um, and, and, and nutritionists as mm-hmm. well, right? So we do, um, you know, if you do want to come in and get our services, it will be um, something where you'll get screened Properly mm-hmm. um, v- via us communicating with your medical practitioner, and then we will put you in different what we call grades or 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 risk um, grade put in put you in different gradings based on the risk that you have, mm-hmm. and you know basically the program would involve some form of graded exercise testing.
0: Okay, so what? So, so, you mentioned the graded test, um, exercise testing, and I, I guess that was my next question. Like, what are some of the the actual activities that somebody who's coming in for cardiac rehab would do? Like, is it like treadmill stuff? Is it weights? Like, what what type of um, activity would they? What the, somebody can expect if they're coming in for cardiac rehab?
1: Well, we generally like to try and map the uh, activity to the person. Mm-hmm. So, we try. If you like to swim, that's something we would encourage. Um, it just depends on the stage that you're at in the program. Right. So initially, some persons might be able to do a treadmill activity. So maybe we'll just give them a, a, a arm cycle activity, mm-hmm. activity which might be less impact on their cardiovascular system. But we try, you know, it's it's just whatever you can do in form of exercise. So whether it's, we do some resistance training, but for cardiac, cardiopulmonary rehab or cardiac rehab, it's mostly um Aerobic kind of, you know, endurance building kind of exercises. So whether you go on the stepper, the rower, um, the treadmill, the bike, you know, the different things like that.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. So one of the things that you mentioned um, when you were talking about cardiac, we have is the pulmonary side of it, which side of it, which obviously goes into the lungs, and it gets us into that conversation about COVID nineteen. Um, and I, I would imagine, you know, this is still a, a great area of concern for our listeners um, in terms of people who have had COVID and may still be having challenges. You know, what um, what role does rehab play in the recovery process? Uh, and I mean, specifically the rehab services that you know we offer in our space. What role does that play in um, with someone who's recovering from COVID-19?
1: So when we consider the symptoms that are associated with COVID-19 and even the, the post-symptoms that patients suffer from, mm-hmm. um, we're looking at things that affect your physical function. Um, so, for example, some people have fatigue, joint pain, muscle pain, shortness of breath, um, and cardiopulmonary um, abnormalities, which we mentioned some of those already um, in terms of, you know, there's increased work of breathing and things like that um you also have emotional um psychological and cognitive issues that occur so for example poor concentration problem mm-hmm. solving poor attention and focus brain fog. and <clears throat> sorry
0: brain fog
1: brain fog right so you know as rehab professionals as i mentioned we do have our physiotherapists and they are very um they're critical players in maintaining um your cardiorespiratory function so your, your lungs and, and and your heart um and as i said those are areas that are affected with COVID 19. Mm-hmm. so for example the physical therapist would provide um Perform specific tests to see how well your lungs are functioning. A lot of persons develop pneumonia. Mm-hmm. Um, we help to clear those secretions. So we teach you different um, ways in which you can expectorate um, secretions so they don't stay and pool and, and prolong the infection. Um, we teach you how to breathe properly um, so that you don't feel like you have to expend so much energy to breathe. Mm-hmm. We help you to um, take to show you how to take deeper breaths so we might have some equipment that we we use um to help you to facilitate that you know some things that you could take home like an incentive spirometer Mm -hmm. and we also work on positioning body positioning and so for example putting you in prone to help to drain those secretions and that's the way you know the therapist the physical therapist specifically can help but we also have um uh other specialists as well so we have our occupational therapists and they focus on getting you um getting the work that you have to do to fit you Mm -hmm. right so work simplification strategies so that you decrease that post-covid fatigue Mm -hmm. um helping you with concentration and how to multitask and things that you never necessarily had to think about before right you know they're they're now more complex Complex activities, you know, the OTs will also help to um, show you how to modify your home and work setup to maximize, um, or just decrease to maximize your effectiveness, Mm -hmm. you know, so that you can do your work. A lot of persons, even months after having COVID, are unable to go back to work. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's a very important role that we play, or speech and language pathologists um play a very important role in in teaching persons how to control that swallowing um in, they, they play an important role in communication. You know, persons may have been on the ventilator for a long time. And with that, you know, you have weakened muscles, weakened um, muscles that control your speech. You know, um, those are your, your, your buccal muscles, the muscles that support um, the throat and mouth. So they teach you how to, to control those muscles again. Um, and they also work as well on the cognitive functions such as memory organization planning um attention problem solving you know getting that focus back as you mentioned before that brain fog Mm -hmm. so and and, and and we also have our massage therapists that help with relaxation and, and help to, to engender that mindfulness. And we have our exercise physiologists who play an integral part in our post-COVID rehab program. Um, they teach you, because a lot of times it's not, you know, especially with COVID, um, it's not, Doing more exercise, it's, it's tailoring the activity to the person, or tailoring the exercises to the person, so they don't get that um, that fatigue from that from the long COVID condition. Right. Right. So some people think, okay, let me go to the personal trainer and let me just do more, do more, do more, and mm-hmm. they find out that they're they end up being feeling worse, right? right? Because it takes a bit more um, attention to to what specifically is happening with that particular patient. Um, yeah, so we we play a vast role, right. and we we have tailored services that incorporate, you know, again, your your pharmacist, your um infection control mm-hmm. um disease um, medical professional and your nutritionist because all of those things play an important part
0: yeah i think one of the things um you know that i guess i've come to learn in in since being here at doctor's hospital is so many things that, you know, from the outside world you would think is just kind of, Oh, you know, you go to, to your one doctor for this, but I realize that especially now looking at COVID so many, so much of this is multidisciplinary, right? So it's like, you have rehab as a component of it, but you have, like you mentioned, infectious diseases, um, and all of these different elements that come into play. Um, I do have a question, I guess, more of personal curiosity in terms of, um, rehab and and COVID-19. Um, Is there anything that you guys have seen or is there anything that you're doing with regards to um, neurosymptoms? So people who've had COVID and have had neurological symptoms and the role that that rehab may play in that particular space. I know a lot of what you mentioned, you know, you're talking about speech and physical therapy and Mm -hmm. swallowing and all of of those sorts of things. Um, but people who may have had like seizure, like symptoms and things like that, is there any space that rehab can play in those types of patients? I know that's a rarity in terms of that particular, Mm -hmm. um, presentation in our environment, but you know, where, where would rehab fit in a space like that? And have you seen any patients in that, in that way in, in our space?
1: Well, um as you if you if when you're talking about neural you know what comes to mind for me is as you said you can have your seizures but you can also have strokes Mm -hmm. you know a lot of persons we are seeing now you know have had strokes um Mm post-covid so that's a big area for um um, or rehab professionals that's something that we treat (laughs) daily Mm -hmm. so that's one way in which we can help you know getting those neural pathways firing again and 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 getting you back to function um but as well if it is a pain kind of patterning because neural you know um that's pain controlled as well Mm -hmm. Um, if that's the case we do offer pain management treatments Mm -hmm. i've had patients who uh, um, have complained about like a chronic kind of, um, it's it's a, almost like a muscle spasm around the neck kind of sensation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so we've been treating patients with that. And a lot of that is tied into that anxiety as well um, that we mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. So we do, there is a role. Um, it just depends, you know, each specific, each patient would have their specific um, right. problems. But once we can assess that, then we'll, we'll come up with some good solutions on how to treat.
0: Yeah. And I think that's an important note, I guess, even for our listeners, you know. I think sometimes we we, we hear about, you know, uh, our neighbor, Uzi, or, you know, our cousin, Johnny, and it's like, well, you know, the doctor told them to do this. And then you think that, okay, so I had, so he had COVID and I had COVID, so it's going to be the same thing.
1: The and same think, thing, right? And I
0: think it's important that people recognize, you know, no, it's, it, it, it's, it's, there's a high likelihood that it's going to be different because everyone has different presentations. So the way your cousin Johnny had COVID might be different from the way you did. And therefore the treatment after the fact, and even what you experience in post COVID could be very different. And I think that applies across the board because you go going back to the conversation about cardiac um, and pulmonary, you know, it's like, what specific issue do you have and how is it affecting you? Um, Because a heart attack for you, And what that means for you after the fact could be different from what a heart attack for me may mean and then therefore what my rehab regimen is and all of those sorts of things. So I think that's the one thing I I know, you know, when we have these conversations, it's a good reminder to say, you know, if you think that you may need this type of service, make sure you go through the proper channels of getting, you know, a, a proper diagnosis or a proper review and then being referred to, you know, if it is an, is necessary for rehab, to so the rehab specialist to say, okay, so this is what your specific situation is, and this is what the plan looks like for you, which might be different for someone else who you think has the same thing.
1: Right, because you have to remember too, you know, a lot of persons who are affected have um, comorbidities, they have a lot of other issues going on, um, you know, and that predisposes them to different things like we have a lot of renal patients that are affected. persons with diabetes might you know um, be affected in a different way or long-standing hypertension Mm -hmm. so you know it's 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 not a thing where you should compare your 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 recovery um with someone else's um in that sense and um you know even if you we offer we do offer like um quick uh telehealth screen so if you Mm -hmm. don't want to come in you can just call us at or send us an email and we can have a discussion and 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 just advise you as, as to what are some of the options so you can make a more informed choice um, as to your recovery.
0: Right. Um, and obviously that, that segues very nicely into, you know, if, if someone um, wants to get more information or is interested in kind of finding out, you know, what may be available for them in the rehab space, where can they go to find out more about what rehab is doing, how do they contact you? How do you get? In, how do they get in, in contact with your team?
1: Okay, so I'm just gonna kind of give a just a quick, you know, brief mm-hmm. overview of how the process would work for um, your cardiac rehab and your um, and the post COVID programs. So. In an outpatient setting, um, as I said, you can just call and I'll give you the numbers in in a bit or the ways you could reach us in a bit, but Mm -hmm. you could call and we can have some initial conversation as the best um, way to move forward for for that particular person. Um, But the cardiac rehab program, um, you would be... Coming in to see us between two to three times per week for up to three months, mm-hmm. and as we mentioned before, you know you'll have um, some initial testing in the form of an exercise screen and um, some other just checking on some other other physiological issues that may be affecting um, your condition. And we will the, the the workout or the treatment will probably be a workout monitored. Mm-hmm. Um, monitoring your heart rate and your heart Mm -hmm. rhythm Um, and you know in that session we also provide a lot of education and we have we utilize a nice software that will forward your exercise programs and um, just education any educational material so you'll have it um, accessible to you at all times Mm -hmm. and it's similar for the cardiac um sorry for the post-covid program um It's a block of therapy. Uh, You can some patients. It just depends. So you might utilize again two to three times per week for a period up to three months. Again, and for the post-COVID program, we you might be in. You could opt for individual or group settings Mm. um, for that um, as well. So in general, uh, you can contact us at. We have two locations to serve you right now, and we also offer home care services. We are at Collins Avenue, number nine Collins Avenue, and that's that peach building, or I always say peach, but some Mm -hmm. people say pink. (laughs) Um, It's like two doors down from the main doctor's hospital, Mm -hmm. and the contact number there is 302-4636- We also have our Cable Beach location for those persons in that area and our contact number there is 302-3440. And you can contact me directly at 302-4696. And you could also email us at therapy at doctorshoss.com. And we also are launching our new social media um, pages and so facebook so look out for our facebook and instagram pages um coming up shortly and uh, you can also when you come to see us we are open eight between the hours of eight to five depending on the service that you're looking for and that's monday to fridays and also an important note is that we are now looking into or providing um a waiver of the coinsurance or that's your co-pay and we are we also are part of the lamp program that mm-hmm. offers you a uh, significant benefit um, for rehab and it's an immediate benefit you, you don't have to be signed up in a program before some time before you access the benefit for rehab so those are some of the, the ways you can access us and some of the ways that we're trying to make sure that the cost is um you know it's reasonable because mm-hmm. we do understand the, the environment that we're in right now and you know groceries going up every day
0: right i mean
1: <laughs> still trying to make it competitive for you
0: yeah i think that i mean i think the way we frame it and i guess coming from the president's vision you know it's it's to make the the hospital and our healthcare services more affordable and more accessible right um and i think that's what it comes down to so yeah there's a lot of um you, know, you mentioned lamp there's a lot of things that fall under that lamp ban, inclusive of rehab um, and I'm sure we'll get our LAMP team on in a in an upcoming episode to kind of d- discuss through some of the changes that are happening in that space as well. Um, but I want to thank you for your time, Dr. Wallace. Um, our listeners won't know about our technical difficulties, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I okay. was very happy to have you on. A lot of really good information, um, and I'm hoping that you know people have an opportunity to kind of you know learn and understand a bit more about what's happening in our rehab space. Um, and even just this whole idea and concept of rebuilding together, you know, um, that's going to be the new tagline for rehab going forward. So, you know, you'll see that out there in the space. You'll see that on the dedicated social media pages for rehab on Facebook and Instagram, you know, that this whole concept of rebuilding together. And I'm like I said, thank you. Thank you for taking some time out of your busy schedule to, to sit down and talk with no
2: worries. us. Um, and I'm <laughs> sure
1: question.
0: I'm sure we'll have you back on the podcast in the future to talk about some other things that are happening in rehab.
1: Yep, well, I'm excited, and you know, let's let's get going, rebuilding together, all right. right, and and ensuring that we we um continue to 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 spread the we attitude for uh, of Doctors Hospital. Indeed, all right, thank, all you, right, so thank much. you, Alexis. All right. okay, bye. All right.
0: Once again, I'd like to give special thanks to our guest on the Doctors Hospital podcast today, Dr. Kareen Sherwood Wallace. Who is our director of rehabilitation services here at doctor's hospital and thank you to our listeners um, for taking part in this conversation with us and listening as always we encourage you to like comment subscribe and share and stay tuned for next week's episode of the podcast that will feature some members of our laboratory team who work specifically in the area of the blood bank having a conversation about some of the benefits of donating blood and a lot of the information around the blood donation process so stay tuned for that on our next episode. Thank you, and see you next time on the Doctor's Hospital podcast.
2: Doctor's Hospital is proud to announce the launch of our infusion center. This center is available for patients in need of IV hydration and nutrition therapy, blood products, long-term antibiotics, and specialized medicines for a spectrum of diseases across multiple specialties, including rheumatology, dermatology, gastroenterology, and endocrinology. We also provide the latest in therapeutic options for COVID positive patients. Why choose Doctors Hospital? We provide quality, highly specialized care with Doctors Hospital physicians and trained infusion nurses you can trust. Seamless medication approval through our pharmacy and registration services, a safe and comfortable environment, Cost saving benefits with copay waived on medications for insured LAMP members, payment plans for the uninsured, and immediate access to emergency services. We're located at the Luden Building on Daswell Street. For more information, contact us at 242 302 3323 or email us at infusioncenterdoctorshosp.com. Doctors Hospital, trusted and best care now. Isn't your health worth it?